What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. As always, I've got my right-hand man, Helen Finney, here with me. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Martine Pierre. Martine, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I missed my afternoon joint after the gym, but I'm doing good. Is there is there a part of you that's going through this wondering, like, am I diving into cannabis right now? Take us through the thought process when you're kind of deliberating whether or not I'm going to do cannabis or I'm just kind of passing. So after the tweet went viral, I started having, I literally had people in my DMs like, hey, we'll help you build the platform. Like, what do you need us to do? That's why I was like, oh my God, I have to keep up this momentum. This is my chance. I love it. So sneak peek, tell us like what, what's in the inside, kind of how it works, what it looks like. I know it's not released yet, but maybe just kind of like a, a little peek behind the curtain. No, absolutely. So basically the way that I branded it was as a digital HBCU. So we're paying homage to HBCU, Historical Black Colleges, because I think it's really important to make that distinction. And and as much allies as we have, I really wanted people to understand like, hey, though I'm building this in an HBCU manner, that does not mean that our allies are not invited to the party. I could come to the cookout, but just know this is the problem that I'm solving and I am representing these people because they are not represented right now. You can still come to the party it's enough room for all of us. So what you can think of, think masterclass. Okay. Think masterclass, but cannabis. That's the best explanation that I can give you. Think masterclass, but cannabis. So if you had to give us kind of like a, a sneak peek on what a, a, an average day is like for you, Martine, can you kind of share what that would be? Sure. So I'm normally up between like 4.30 in the morning and 5, meditate. I do my whole journaling thing. So, you know, I do my normal meditation, my gratitude, all that good stuff. Then I hit the gym. Well, no, not before I smoke my morning joint. You know, I got to leave. Do you have a certain strain you like for that? Or a certain um, go-to product? I definitely like hybrids. Um, I'm a hybrid girl. Love Blue Dream. I like having my joint in the morning before I go to the gym. It gives me the extra force. And then I come home, I do my thing, and then I just get right to work by 10. Right on. So, so take us through like the role with Canolution. Like what are, what, what's your going through now? Like what are your priorities? Like how, how does that work? So right now, like my biggest priority is definitely raising the rest of these funds so that we can fully launch the platform in a meaningful way. To slightly switch gears. I was listening to a podcast with Tahir Johnson, Cannabis diversity report, you dropped a really valuable tidbit that I want to kind of bring up and get you to expand on your point. You discussed burner and cookies and the importance of building personal brand around the company. Can you kind of dive into that? I feel like the most successful entrepreneurs of our time also have personal brands. If you look at majority of the people who are really successful, they have a personal brand. And the reality is, unfortunately, even though most people don't want, like, I don't want to be the face of Candolution. I always told people that, that, but I am the face, whether I want to be or not, because people are familiar with me. So even as I bring on my COO, my CFO and my CTO and all these other people, and they're going to interact with them too, but they're always going to revert back to me because they know Candolution through Martine. They know what I'm doing because of Martine. So I think when you're building, when you look at cookies, cookies is not necessarily popular because it's something that is, I would say, you know, it's not popular because it's something that's, oh my God, out of the world. It's popular because their person that created it is popular. He has an amazing personal brand. And then beyond building that personal brand, he built an amazing company brand. Everywhere you go, when you see that little C, you know what it is. 
if you could sum up your experience into a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass onto the next generation, what would that be? Don't wait, move, go. Because a lot of times, so many people, if, and then timing is also very important. If I would have done Canolution back in 2016 when I had the idea, even though it was just a website and it was nowhere near as complicated as what we're doing now, it wouldn't have been the same as right now. I think what really like made my tweet go viral was because there was so much going on with the George Floyd thing and there was a lot of protest. So a lot of, and you know, the Black community was holding a lot of organizations accountable. Like, hey, you need to fix the things that are going on and here is what we're te- we need you to do. So I felt like a lot of it was, it, I wouldn't even say luck, I would say the perfect timing. Sometimes you have to really think about the timing that you're going to do something, but do it. Like, don't hesitate. If I had hesitated that day when my tweet went viral and I did not take action and kept that momentum, we would not be sitting here having this conversation. 100% agree. And luck can only take you so far and you have to be at the opportunity in order to achieve some floor of luck. So I think it's perfectly said. So prediction time. This one is definitely going to be a fun one for Kellen. It is 2025. Martine, which marketing technique is the most popular that in 2021 was completely underutilized? It's 2025, right? What is the best marketing technique out there? And in comparison of it, like what is it currently doing right now? I think the best marketing in 2025 is going to be cannabis experiences. I think that once we really have things legal, like the activations are going to be crazy. The cannabis, because think about live events, right? Like when we can get back to going to the live event, people underestimate like how much power live events have. Having a face-to-face conversation with someone versus being on a phone or on social media are two completely different things. I always feel like it's so much easier for me to convince someone when they have a face to the voice. So I think live events and cannabis tourism, like I feel like companies are going to be pumping hella cash into cannabis tourism and pumping hella cash. Because think about the hotels. Hotels are going to get a little, they're going to be like, oh, we're 420 friendly now. So, you know, the industry are going to be looking like, hey, can we go ahead and put this in here and we'll pay you this here? It's going to happen. So as things continue to go, I think we're going to see a lot more advertising in peculiar places like hotels. Who knows? Like, I really feel like cannabis tourism, like I always tell people, like, if you're going to open up something, open up a 420 friendly hotel or something. Because the amount of times that I have gone out of town and I could not smoke in my hotel, it made me mad. So (laughs) I know so many people who will pay extra to be in these type of places. So I think that event marketing is going to be like the next big thing, maybe before 2025. We'll see. Kellen, your your prediction. My prediction is this. I think that in 2025, it's like, what, three and a half years away, three years and three months. uh, I think there'll be a more robust scientific understanding of the effects of different strains and so I think right now, a lot of the marketing surrounding like consumer experience based on like specific strains or chemical profiles doesn't have a really solid foundation to kind of stand on, if you will. And so I think that moving forward by that time, there will be a more robust scientific understanding. 
I think a lot of big brands will be able to kind of revisit that topic in terms of trying to market some of their products for specific effect and effect or end consumer experiences, if you will. So that's my prediction. I'm going to take kind of the theme of the episode and go with the influencer approach. I think in 2025, if Beyonce can be smoking, whatever she's smoking and people ask her and she's like, Oh, that's my, that's my Beyonce like lunch roll. And people are going to just gobble that up. And everyone who wants to be Beyonce is going to buy those products. I mean, you already see Jay-Z kind of doing that with the monogram. I mean, it, it is beautiful what he's done. And I think once influencers can really own that product placement in their kind of ecosystem space, I think people are going to flock to them. I think Beyonce has something up her sleeve though, because remember she, um, she's opening up, uh, she talked about her usage of CBD during tour. And um, she said she's going to have, I think something in, something in him, she's going to have a hemp farm and a honey farm. Cause you know, Queen Bee, that's her, that's her thing. So she's eventually going to do a hemp and a honey farm. Well, we appreciate your time today. So for all our listeners that want to get in touch, you know, where can they reach you? Um, you guys can definitely reach me where I'm most active, which is Twitter. It's my first name, Martine F. Pierre. Um, you also can definitely reach me on Instagram, which is my name, Martine Francis Pierre. And of course, if you would like to sign up for the waitlist, you can go to Candelution.com. Cool. We'll plug all those in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.